We're both turning red. Well, I can vouch for myself and kind of for you. Well, I think it's the reflection of my yeah, pink dress. You're eternally pink. Ish. So it's all it's all you. You okay. wrote this one. All Get right. on. Get David, on it, girl. David. Yeah. It's Friday again. Oh my god. I love Fridays. This time it is also the start of Memorial Day weekend and mm. the end of our COVID quarantine. Yeah. We woke up this morning feeling better and with that all-American need to get out of town for the long weekend, even if only for a few hours. Why don't you read the gift of the day to set the stage for the listeners? I'd be happy to, (laughs) Kellyanne Callahan, who's now going to take a sip of her gin and tonic and clink the ice. (laughs) You didn't know that I took a sip. At least the listeners didn't because I did my best to not clink the ice. But you've got this huge ball of ice in yours. I like to make some noise sometimes. <laughs> she said softly. Yes, she did. And there's a ridge on that ice. <laughs> then she hid her face in her hands. All right, then. Gin and tonics down. <laughs> Here comes the gift of the day coming your way. Speaking of way, the gift of the day is... Go your own way. I'm, God, I'm feeling like a little bit of a Fleetwood Mac vibe. Totally. Oh, totally. God. Yeah. Um, yeah. As is often the case, the masses were going one way for the long weekend. Yep. And we went in the opposite direction. There's something to be said about swimming upstream. Go on. Right. <laughs> but I'm having a conflict with upstream when... We were going south, but okay. Yeah, true. So we had talked about maybe going up to Napa since we haven't been there together. But this time we opted to drive south toward Paso Robles. And along the way, you realize that there was a little something happening in Napa this weekend uh, that would have made for a hellacious drive. David? Yeah, we were fortunate. There were a few things going on simultaneously. First of all, it was Memorial Day, but then there was fucking Bottle Rock. We would have been screwed. Traffic-wise, it's a saturation of humanity that comes in and are like locusts. In fact, the first Bottle Rock was the best. After that, it was just shite. And I would literally leave town, just like I do when the Pro-Am is here in Monterey. I just leave. Gone. Done. Don't Mm want to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. If we had contributed to that it would have just our experience would have been shit yeah always best to go with one's instinct yep so david the topic for fridays is bonding and i guess you could say that our initial bond came about because of a shared professional passion true but i think our bond has deepened because we both like to go our own way yep and we're able to do so together is that a fair assessment I would say 100%. We are individuals, but at the same time, when we come together, it's like one plus one equals three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I hadn't been to Paso Robles in years since my wonderful sister-in-law, Frankie, treated me to a wine tasting adventure the year I turned 40. Well, wait a minute. Look, we got to say uh, a big... Shout out to Frankie, right? Oh my God, I love you, Frankie May. Yeah, Frankie May. It, that is not her real name. No, I'll, it's not. No, it's Frankie Ray. Yeah. Oh, 
but the priest at the wedding called her Frankie Mae. <laughs> oh, no. So she's forever Frankie Mae to everyone who was On at their record. wedding. Yeah. <laughs> um, so actually, it's been more like a decade since I, I had been to Paso Robles. Hmm. And my only excuse is that I haven't lived in California for the entire last decade. But I have really wanted to visit in recent years because of that art installation called Sensorio, which I know yeah. you got to experience multiple times, David. I did. In fact, I got to see the the precursor to that. And we were recently driving through Vacaville or Fairfield. I can't remember. We used to call it Vacafield because we couldn't tell where (laughs) one began and the other started. But there was an installation similar to that with the lights on the side of the hills. Mm -hmm. And it was gorgeous. And I I was, let's just say, a frequenter of the Paso Robles area. And being a member of a couple of the wineries there, I made it a point to get out there more often than not. But yeah, it's, I love that, that area. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, Sensorio was not our aim for the day, but we did have a mission, which was um, to pick up your shipment of wine from Tooth and Nail. What's up, Tooth and Nail? (laughs) (laughs) And we made a stop before that, which kind of became a really pretty place for you to work from because yeah. you were managing multiple crises at Sonnet Hill, as per usual. Gonna underscore, not gonna miss <laughs> that. There we were in these beautiful chase lounges looking out at this beautiful vineyard. Peachy Canyon. Peachy Canyon. What's up, Peachy Canyon? And mm-hmm. everybody who works there is awesome. And we had a bonding experience there, speaking of bonding mm-hmm. with the proprietors. And it's always that case. Mm-hmm. This, by the way little bit of trivia for you when we went to the tasting room i said well where's the hardwood floors because i remember daisy as a puppy peeing on the floor when i was drinking champagne which they don't apparently have anymore and we found the spot where daisy peed so it was like a a monument to daisy and they were so chill then and they were super chill now and daisy walks into the place like she owns it and they embraced her like they always do but you like you said fucking life intervened and I felt bad and you've been a trooper throughout this whole thing Kelly and you you deserve a a huge debt of gratitude because our lives have been separated by my shit that goes on and that's not going to happen much longer so I'm looking forward to that well thankfully your shit is really interesting to me because um, (laughs) I well it's you know I had a foot in that uh, door for a spell true so it's it's not it's never boring anyway so things were pretty well handled by the time we left uh, peachy canyon yep and made it to the cool castle-like destination that is tooth and nail mm. complete with a moat and gleaming white exterior yes and it was you know a typically bright if very windy spring day here in california the interior of tooth and nail however was decidedly darker yeah Lots of interesting art um, depicting all these ghostly figures and things evocative of um, other worlds. Yeah. And I think you have a favorite painting that was in one of the roped off rooms um, that we, of course, broke into to examine up close. It is. It's It's a painting from a very famous artist that used his daughter as a model and it's an eerily similar image to my daughter. And what's interesting is my oldest daughter not only looks like this particular subject, but 
also the energy behind it. My daughter's dark and creepy, and this daughter, this his daughter was dark and creepy, and she's mm-hmm. holding a platter of skulls. Mm-hmm. And it is a very large painting, and I don't have any space for it anywhere that would do any justice for it. So I'm not going to buy a house just for the painting, but I did look at how much it costs. And do you remember how much it costs? No. $22,000. I feel like I'm on the prices, right? So it's going to stay there for a while. I have a feeling. And maybe if we strike it super rich, I'll circle back and buy it. But But even if we don't, we'll go back to pick up your shipments and we can see it every three months or whatever. I kind of want to put like a first right of refusal. Like if somebody rolls in from Texas with their big hat and their big wallet. Well, didn't you actually think it was sold? Because we couldn't find it at first. Oh, because it was in the main tasting room for so long. Mm -hmm. And then they created a different gallery. And Mm -hmm. then we found it in there. And I was like, oh, thank God it's still there. I literally, my stomach dropped. I was, well, you can't say literally your stomach dropped because your stomach doesn't drop. But anyway, I felt some pain in my gullet. Like you missed your moment. Yeah. Like I thought, fuck. But it's still there for now. Don't buy it. Just go look at it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so again, I'm. It, we were going our own way. And the venue itself might not have appealed to everyone, especially people who, you know, come from all over the world to come to California wine country looking for a, you know, traditional or perhaps even chaste wine country experience. This is not that at tooth and nail. It's no, beautiful no. and gleaming on the outside, but it's dark inside yep. and interesting. So I would say that, they may be missing out on a really great place with super friendly staff. Um, there was live music on the patio. Right. They had this excellent uh, Tempranillo. And just the feeling of being in another world or even in another time just for a couple of hours. So thank you for sharing that with me. That's, of course, my thing, darling. I know. <laughs> but I, I can't stop thanking you. Oh, well, I'll take it all day long. But it was well worth it just to see your face and just to sit back and watch you. Not in a creepy way, although <laughs> that was partially a creepy way. But I love to sit back and, and watch you absorb things because there is a look you get when Kelly tunes out and she is now in record mode. And mm-hmm. you were definitely recording. And your level of recording is so profoundly detailed and just based on what we're listening to right now and the first time that I'm hearing you regurgitate for lack of better word (laughs) all of the experiences that you spare no detail you caught everything and that's what i love i i fell in love with an observer people and is that a big shock to anybody probably not uh speaking of observation i should also mention that all show what is all show edit that's going in the end that's going in the end um i should also mentioned that Daisy got an atypical reaction from some of the guests at the bar. Do you remember? Um, she gets an atypical reaction from everyone, everywhere we go. And it's this combination of spoilage, molestation, <laughs> spotlight. Like, I walk into a room, I don't exist, but Daisy's like the center stage. And quite frankly, I'm sick of it. But David, it's almost always positive, and this time she was kind of insulted. That's true. I mean, she could have been if she understood. That's right. That's right. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Do you recall now those people who kind of 
insulted our dear Daisy. It had something to do with the very sensitive subject of (laughs) her weight. Well, it's not weight. Her girth. Her girth. It's part and parcel. She's a big girl. (laughs) We're both staring at her for those of you who are not able to see what we're doing she's laying here she's splayed as she is no she's splayed she's laid out it's hot in monterey today which is weird and she is spread out because she needs to absorb as much coolness on the hardwood floor yeah. as she possibly can release the heat because she's a big girl big black big black she's a big black that's what the <laughs> caller says anyway which we took off because in every episode we record here in Monterey, she seems to be scratching yeah. and makes that sound. So today, yeah. no sound of Big Black. No. So so there were some guests who, who took note of her size and, you know, said some things that, you know, like she wasn't their favorite dog. Whereas other places we go, like she's everybody's yep. favorite dog. Yep. Her feelings were certainly not hurt. And plenty of other people absolutely loved her. Oh, yeah. And took pictures with her. Yeah. How many? How, okay, think about this. How many phones have Daisy? How many posts of Daisy are there on the yeah. internet? How yeah. many, as compared to how many posts there are of me? What's up with that? Well, I don't think you need to be in competition with her. Oh my god, she's stretching right out. She's adorable. Um, but she's a very powerful, um, a, a powerful presence. Yep. Let's say that. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Uh, a full podcast of that soon. Or yep. more than one, yeah. Yep. Um, anyway, so my question on this day dedicated to the theme of bonding is, how often do you go your own way with others? Mm. It is verifiably possible with the right colleagues or companions. True. And that is something that's usually known in advance, but not always. I mean, I could have surprised you that day and told you that, like, I hate Tim Burton and all uh, this dark stuff and skulls uh, and, like, this is super creepy. Uh, and then what? I mean, what would you have done? Um. <laughs> Drank. <laughs> uh, hold on while I sip some gin and tonic. If you hated Tim Burton, that, that'd be rough. That'd be rough. But I, I would still accept you somewhat as a human being. <laughs> Somewhat. <laughs> I didn't do that. That's, no, you that's didn't. the point. Yeah. So, David, um, marinating and all of this, what could be an appropriate homework assignment related to this, related to the theme of bonding and our trip to Paso Robles that day? Yeah, the, I would say that the homework is to find and celebrate the differences in your partner and not look at them as a barrier. I hear that constantly from my colleagues and my friends who say, well, you know, so-and-so wants to do this and I don't want to do that. And oh my God, I hate this or I hate that. And, and they look at it as almost like a balance. Like if I'm going to do this, there's an equity theory and all of it. Put that aside. That's garbage. You know, open your mind up. One of the favorite things that I like to do is to have somebody change my mind. You're not going to get me to hate Tim Burton anytime soon, but if there's something that you're super passionate about that I don't get necessarily, or I didn't give it the right purview, like I didn't see it from the right angle, I might adopt it. Mm -hmm. And you've done that for me Mm -hmm. already. 
but that's this isn't about me this is about all of you as listeners to take your partner's perspective into consideration they obviously found something of tangibility in their their viewpoints maybe give it a look and say mm-hmm. oh maybe nascar is fun to go to mm-hmm. i'm just fucking with you mm-hmm. don't ever do that but maybe maybe something of value in what they're seeing because if they saw value in it likely there's some sort of value in it perfect that's that's i i couldn't have made up a better assignment um and beyond the homework david of course the daily task is always to do what get out there and fly that kite yeah cookie wow that's a good one